This program is brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu. I'm Al Roberts. I'm the Rappaport Professor of Law and Public Policy here at Suffolk University Law School, and this is the Rappaport Center's a Public Policy podcast series. And our guest today is Mike Widmer. He's the president of the Massachusetts Taxpayer Foundation. Uh, he's been uh, president of the Taxpayers Foundation since 1992. The, the foundation itself is, was founded in 1932, and it's widely recognized as the state's uh, leading public policy organization dealing with state and local uh, fiscal tax and economic policies. Mike, uh, welcome to our podcast series. Nice to join you, Al. Um, I thought maybe we, we would talk a bit about the uh, state budget because we're heading into a new budget cycle. Uh, I was wondering, could you give us uh, sort of an overview of what condition the state uh, budget is in? Well, we're trying to weather the worst fiscal crisis in the state's history, obviously because of the combination of the global economic recession and the collapse of the stock market. Um, we're holding our own through fiscal 9 and 10 in the sense that we at least uh, um, survived with a combination of budget cuts and tax increases and the use of one-time money, particularly federal stimulus dollars. Fiscal 11, we seem to be all right. Yes, there are li large cuts that were in the budget, uh, and we have the sales tax increase. Um, and But tax revenues have begun to recover, uh, and we're above benchmark in terms of our tax collections. So we don't see the need to have any further cuts in 2011. But the real problem is next fiscal year, fiscal 12, beginning next July 1. And the fundamental problem is that in the 2011 budget, we have more than $2 billion of one-time money, federal stimulus dollars. And those are going to run out. And therefore, we have this huge hole facing us in the 2012 budget, even assuming an economic recovery. And that's important. We have an economic recovery, not dramatic, but on the positive side. But because of the use of one-time money, we have this huge hole in 2012. And in the end, we think the gap is probably a $1.5 to $2 billion shortfall. And that's out of a total budget of what amount? Out of, to out of a total budget of about $30 billion. So we see the likelihood of significant additional budget cuts next fiscal year on top of budget cuts in 9, 10, and 11. To what extent is this a, a cyclical problem, just a problem of, of making do until times get better? Or, or are we dealing with uh, budget problems that have been sort of structural in there for a long time? Well, that's a very important question. Um, it's a combination. And I think the uh, general sense is that, well, this is a cyclical problem, and if we, the economy recovers and we get through this, we return to the normal times and the good old days with economic recovery and additional revenues to distribute each year. We don't think there will really be a return to uh, normal times anytime soon. There are a number of structural issues, uh, longer-term issues. Number one is the Medicaid program, which provides important health care for more than a million of our residents, uh, the uh, low-income, disabled, and seniors. That's growing and taking more and more of the budget. Um, and in the future, we also will limit the capital gains taxes that we're going to use in the budget. So there are a number of structural issues longer term 
which means that we are not going to have the kind of additional year-to-year revenue growth for distribution to cities and towns and other programs that we have seen in the past, even when we come out of this uh, cyclical recession. Now, uh, voters in Massachusetts just a few weeks ago uh, voted uh, to uh, repeal taxes on alcohol in the state. Uh, How much of an impact does that have on budget calculations? Well, compared to question three, which was a $2.5 billion impact, this is just a small amount. On the other hand, uh, um, it's $110 million. Um, So I think it is unfortunate that the voters approved that, um, both because the program was supporting important social programs. But um, in the fiscal sense, $110 million is uh, in the wrong direction. We already have a budget gap next year, as I've said, of a billion and a half to two billion. So losing $110 million uh, just complicates the problem further. So for fiscal year uh, 2012, which starts, as you said, in July, yes. Um, if, if you're uh, on Beacon Hill and you're trying to figure out how you, you close that gap, what are the big options, either on the expenditure <clears throat> or revenue side, that you're going to be looking at? Well, with the end of most of the one-time money, there's a small... This uh, is the one-time money from the federal government. Yes, from, mostly from the federal government. And we do have some of our so-called state rainy day reserves. We, have, we may be able to use a couple hundred million dollars of those reserves in the 2012 budget. But therefore, it then comes to either budget cuts or new revenues. Uh, given the question three on the ballot and all of the focus on tax cutting, I think it's exceedingly difficult to imagine that the legislature would approve some major tax increase in 2011, though I think there'll be some debate uh, along those lines. Therefore, what remains as the only option is budget cuts. Now, one can make a series of reforms in the state government, and there need to be reforms. We've put a number on the table, number of ideas on the table in human services and in outsourcing and so forth. But those changes, as important as they are, don't begin to close a gap of a billion and a half to two billion dollars, not even when they're fully phased in, And um, but it takes one, two, three, four years for many of these ideas to be phased in in any case. So um, no reforms, in in short, can come close to closing this gap. So you come back to the same thing that an individual or family has to deal with. Well, where are we going to earn some more money or where are we going to cut? What's your own view about where the the cutting will need to be done? Well, there is not a – when you look at the budget, the state budget, there's a lot of the spending that is very difficult to control. It's obligated legally or um, constitutionally in some cases. So maybe of the $30 billion, you get to half the budget. And even that isn't easy. I mean, half in that so-called discretionary budget are things like prisons and the court system and um, certainly aid to cities and towns, public higher education, human services. A whole set of programs that the vast majority of the public expects state government to provide. So those areas always bear the brunt of cuts because that's where we're spending the money, and so that's where the cuts will come. And aid to cities and towns will be cut again, I believe, public higher education. I think from a point of view of what we pride ourselves on in the state and our competitiveness, namely the quality of our workforce, our school system, the cuts 
to cities and towns the impact on local schools that's already taking place in this fiscal crisis, the, a decline in, in, in the quality of our education, and in higher education as well, that has huge long-term, short and long-term impacts for the state and the kind, the, the kind of services that we provide and the kind of state we are. One last question. How are we doing in Massachusetts compared to other states? Are we better or worse in the middle of the pack? Well, in one sense, uh, it's very important. We're better, and we've acquitted ourselves much better than some other states like Illinois and California and uh, Arizona and New Jersey and New York and, and uh, Connecticut, and that's no small thing, and our credit rating has, uh, has held steady. Uh, on the other hand, there's been a price, and the price is uh, major cuts in programs across state and local government that we all, uh, or most of us, in uh, Massachusetts feel are important. Um, so, yeah, we've done better than other states, but uh, not without a price. Mike, thanks very much for joining us today. Thank you, Al. My pleasure. This preceding program was brought to you by Suffolk University. Please visit us on the web at www.suffolk.edu.